Welcome back to Art Talk. I'm Dan. I'm going to get a quick sponsor message out of the way, and then we'll get right to it. Hello again, and welcome back to Art Talk. I'm your host, Dan Twyman, and I uh, want to encourage you to listen to previous uh, podcasts because um, I talked about my history and also value of art, different types of art. We're going to be doing more of that. Uh, also did an interview and I have uh, three more interviews lined up. Uh, Randolph Summers, he's, um, we're interviewing him tomorrow. Um, it'll be a recorded interview and then I'll publish it after editing. So sometime a few days, or maybe maybe the same day, but possibly, probably I should say, the following day or the day after that, it would be up. Um, I'm also going to do a interview with Jackie. I hope I'm saying her last name right. Nat Natch N A C H, and um, she's a printmaker. We're going to interview her on the 16th and then publish that. <clears throat> uh, Friday night we're going to interview. Um, Michael, uh, I should have written it down. I don't have his last name in front of me. Um, I believe it's uh, Gavrielli. I believe that's how you pronounce it. I was going to say Gavarelli, but I should have written it down. But um, doing an interview with him uh, Friday night. So we have interviews coming up. And um, also there's, you know, the art industry is opening back up again. There's a lot um, you know, there's a lot going on. So like, uh, the National Gallery of Art, um, just, you know, they announced in February that their, uh, art sculpture garden would reopen, I think it was Valentine's Day, and, uh, they talked about a phased reopening, so the, uh, vaccines and all the other things that are going on apparently are, uh, starting to, uh, have an impact, and, um, announcements are coming out that, you know, galleries and different uh, entities, you know, museums and so forth <clears throat> have planned reopenings or phased reopenings uh, or limited reopenings where they say, you know, two people, four people at a time in the gallery, that kind of thing. Um, so that's very positive. Um, and then uh, another kind of art news that's going on, um, I'm always monitoring uh, Picasso, Dali, Chagall, Miro, Warhol. I used to sell all those artists' works. And um, a uh, another Picasso, uh, which has been in a private collection for decades, a long time, uh, that's going up at Bonhams, and um, that's expected... They, they say expected to fetch 10 to 15 million, but <clears throat> I've seen Picasso... Uh, exceed expectations many times so um, when I sold Picasso I sold uh, most of what I sold were limited edition hand-signed works on paper so I sold like for example Al, Al with a white background which you can find on Google Be easily uh, Google that just put Al with white background Pablo Picasso um, and you can also put a lot of times if you put a, a date of birth and date of death for the artist, that pops up, you know, because most of the pages will have that, a lot of the pages will have that on the page. They'll have the artist information, you know, and that helps you find it. But um, 
again, um, I sold that print, I don't know, years ago. I mean, and I, I, I think I sold it for like $3,500 or something. And um, <clears throat> you can see it, an old uh, listing on Christie's where they they sold it for sixty-eight seventy-five. So this is twenty twenty-one. Um, I'm not going to guess at what it would sell for today, but things have radically changed. So that's going to fetch a lot more money than what I sold it for. Um, and uh, other things that are going on. I, I also tend to try to find places where artists can put place their works. Like I have my art on Fine Art America. I've got it on. E-L-L-O, I've got it on, uh, um, you know, all these different, of course, it's on Pinterest and all these different places. So <clears throat> if you're an artist, you want to, you want your art out there as much as, as possible. So um, um, so I'm always looking, and I came across this, but, but to give you an idea of how things are still not back yet, I, I found this website for United States artists, and I was trying to find out, do they charge artists money? And I found a donation page where apparently they have some pretty sizable donors, you know, which would give me the impression they don't uh, charge artists money. But I, I called to try to ask them about it, <clears throat> and there was no answer. I called three different extensions there. So all of their um, extensions go to voicemail, which tells me that they're, and this is during business hours, so they're not, they're not open or they're again coronavirus uh, but but I suspect that's going to change soon so um, again I'm always looking for places for artists to place their works and um, and I'm always reading art news you know so uh, so if I come up with places where I can uh, help any of you as artists you know share your works um, like Fine Art America you can put your art on there for free but you have to promote every bit of it um, if you want to sell prints off Fine Art America, which is what I, I can do with my art, um, you pay like 40 bucks a year, I think it is, and people can just order prints right off the website. You don't have to do anything. You just get commission. So um, if, you, if you go to Google and you type in Dan Twyman Art as an example, you, you'll see Fine Art America, and <clears throat> you can go to that. Um, my, my page will come up, but you can go to the main page or sign up or do whatever you need to do and get your art on there. I recommend using a scanner or a really nice camera and good editing equipment because if they're going to make prints out of your art, you want it to be really perfect images. No spots, no dots, no creases. Make sure that you know all your contrasts are good so there's no weird sort of uh, darkness on white backgrounds or any of that kind of stuff because all of that would then be printed as a print from that website and you don't want that. Um, so again, if I come across uh, places where like that, where you can put your art, I'll always try to share that information with you. Um, I was also reading, uh, I, I, I follow the Louvre and I got a news alert that um, uh, these two sort of elaborately decorated, is a breastplate and a helmet uh, from the 16th century which were stolen from the Louvre 40 years ago. Somehow they recovered those, and I I haven't gone through the whole story yet, but I thought that was pretty fascinating, and um, their estimated worth was like 600 grand or something, I, I forget. But, um, uh, but that was an interesting news story that came out, and then um, 
Another thing that's going on, I made a note about here is, uh, oh yeah, there's there's some galleries didn't make the cut, you know, they didn't survive the uh, coronavirus or, and I'm, I'm not sure if that's what's going on with the um, Metro Pictures Gallery, um, but uh, that's going to close uh, at the end of 2021, they announced, which is kind of weird because we're only in March, so I'm, I'm not sure what's going on there, but um Again, I'm always following art galleries and, and all this type of thing. And so I get these uh, alerts, you know, or I'll see it in my... And anyway, different alerts that I have set up, I'll see these uh, these news stories. So, um, and Metro Pictures is a, <clears throat> excuse me, a gallery in Chelsea. So, um, uh, you know, again, hopefully maybe it's just that they're closing uh, for normal reasons but again i keep seeing these stories because of the uh the virus and all these galleries that have been closing another thing to look into is if you're an artist is nt i'm sorry nfts art or nf nfts i should say non-fungible non-fungible tokens and this is a new thing that I, i've had a few people offer to have me get involved in this and I of course had no idea what they're talking about um, but it's crypto digital artworks and apparently some celebrities are or I, I, there was a story I read where celebrities are selling these for millions is what the headline said I didn't read that but because um, I was reading more about the definition of what what these are you know NFTs but apparently there's a lot of um, uh, positive energy around this and digital art you know which is not something I supported up until recently because I've always done painting and drawing and that kind of thing um, anyway I, I just suggest looking into it it's again it's there's there's a lot of buzz on there and I'm having somebody much younger than me who's familiar with all the Bitcoin stuff uh, he's gonna look into it for me so um, We'll maybe have some news about that in future podcasts. And um, the last kind of thing, because I want to cut this, uh, you know, I don't want to go too much longer, but um, also try to uh, give credit for artists who are doing things to help the community. So uh, an artist named Lorna Simpson, and I'm going to try to say this name, it's uh, Rakrit, I believe, uh, Turavanija. And I hope I'm not messing that name up. Uh, and Louise Roller, um, basically, <clears throat> uh, as artists worldwide continue to uh, uh, sort of, m you know, mobilize, basically, they're, uh, and this is in relation to the coronavirus uh, pandemic. Um, these artists here that I just mentioned. They donated 100% profits or proceeds to these local charities that are uh, helping with these virus issues. So uh, Artist Support Project is a nonprofit that I read about. And uh, when I saw that they donated 100%, I wanted to mention that because all of us as artists will donate. When you sell a piece of art, like I mentioned, Fine Art America, sometimes they'll have a, a tab a button set up so that you can automatically just donate a portion of your sale to a charity <clears throat> so let's say for example you like uh, uh, St. Jude you know um, like on eBay and different places there are these 
situations where you go to purchase or doing whatever you're doing and there'll be a button that says donate 10% or whatever percentage to uh, a charity. Well, these artists donated 100%, so I just thought that was worth mentioning. And again, um, we're going to cut it off for now for today, but uh, I just wanted to kind of give some updates and remind you again that I've got three interviews scheduled and we have all kinds of stuff going on because uh, art covers a broad range, so it's not just paintings and drawings. Uh, the one area of art, and I know you don't think of this as art probably, but stand-up comedians who are creative people have to write all their own material and then they have to perform it, which is a form of art. Um, those guys, I think, have been hit harder than just about anybody. I mean, actors, of course, because <clears throat> Screen Actors Guild and all the casting people and all that, they've all been closed. But um, um, it's starting to open up a little bit. But um, but again, stand-up comedians really need support. So uh, if you can find anybody online or whatever that's trying to figure out a way to uh, do their thing, you know, without being in a cl comedy club, definitely give them some support because uh, can you imagine that being your full-time job and then all of a sudden you can no longer associate with the public because you have to social distance and wear a mask and all that stuff and everything's closed you know so it's it's been extremely difficult for a lot of those guys so uh, and it's not like you can just change professions because let's say they want to go be a waiter well restaurants are closed so they're not hiring um, um, but again um, I'm seeing some some things change a little bit but uh, support uh, stand-up comedians if you can that is an art form and I'm going to try to have some of them on future podcasts as well, which should be a lot of fun. Same goes for actors and uh, others who create different forms of art. Until next time, I am Dan, your host. This is Art Talk, and we will see you next time around. <laughs> <laughs>